Hello everyone, I hope you're having a great weekend. Welcome to the October 11th episode of America's Recap. As always, this week we are going to be looking back at every single day, see what happened on every single day, and at the end, me, Adam, and Tamor are going to discuss a wide variety of issues, including, but not limited to, Trump's COVID-19 diagnosis, Derek Chauvin's release from prison, and more. For now, I'm going to get started by telling you all what happened over the past week in the news. And we're going to start with what happened one week ago. And over last weekend, grand jury proceedings in the Breonna Taylor case were revealed, and they provide a very important insight into how the officers and the witnesses described the situation. I highly encourage all of you to search up the Breonna Taylor grand jury case proceedings on your own and make your own interpretation on what happened. Joe Biden's presidential campaign said that they will start to disclose the results of every COVID-19 test that Biden takes as a measure of transparency. This is obviously a response to critics of Trump's hospital team, which have repeated, repeatedly confused facts about the president's condition. On Monday at 6.30 p.m., President Trump left the hospital after three days of COVID-19 treatment, returning to the Oval Office to isolate and complete work. His condition improved over the weekend and throughout the week. The CDC published a new position stating that COVID-19's main source of spread was via airborne transmission. This confirms that people farther than six feet apart can still be infected from small particles that can float in the air for hours especially in enclosed spaces. They now warn that inadequate ventilation within indoor spaces can compound the danger of airborne spread. On Tuesday, the White House approved a, a set of new stricter restrictions from the FDA for any approval of a vaccine upon completion of phase three trials. The new standards make it so that it will be harder for the FDA to approve a vaccine because it means that every single patient will have to have a median of two months following their second shot to be watched by the drug company and the FDA, which will make it extremely unlikely for a vaccine to be approved before the election. Also on Tuesday, the House Antitrust Subcommittee released a very interesting report. It's 449 pages, but basically it concludes a 16-month probe into Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google. Remember, this is the antitrust subcommittee. So they're uh, seeing if they violate antitrust laws and stifle competition. The report concluded that all four companies partake in anti-competitive behaviors on multiple levels, and it, it will make recommendations to the FTC and regulators to pass laws to control said companies. This will be the first time in American history where tech companies will be regulated based on their being or presence as a tech company. Facebook banned all forms of content from QAnon, which is a fringe right-wing conspiracy group. They allege that a secret deep state society of demonic democratic leaders are plotting against President Donald Trump in the 2020 election. So now, Facebook is not only putting warnings on their posts, they're actually banning all of their content. This continued with multiple platforms throughout the week, and it will pretty much shield them from the main social media platforms. On Wednesday, a federal appeals court ruled that Manhattan's district attorney can enforce a subpoena on Trump's tax returns, 
which will escalate a fight by the president to shield his tax returns from the public. This is a landmark decision, and it could go all the way up to the Supreme Court or a send back down could force Trump to release the returns. It's unlikely to happen before the election. Derek Chauvin, who was the former Minneapolis police officer charged in the killing of George Floyd, was released on a $1 million non-cash bond, which will free him from prison until his hearing in March of next year. We'll be talking about that. Facebook said that it will temporarily suspend all political advertising after American polls close on November Third, this is a move that is designed to prevent the spread of misinformation and confusion following what is sure to be a very chaotic election season. Because you have to remember that on November 3rd, the results will likely not be released. And at 9 p.m. on Wednesday, Vice President Mike Pence and Senator Kamala Harris participated in the first and only vice presidential debate. We will be discussing it uh, for sure on Thursday. After the Commission on Presidential Debates said it would change the format of the next debate to a virtual format, President Trump responded by refusing to participate in the debate, saying that it would be a waste of time. Uh, They went into talks with the commission. I'm going to tell you what happens on Friday. But on Thursday, six people were charged and arrested with plotting to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer, who's the governor of Michigan. As part of a very extravagant and a very weird plan to overthrow the government and cause societal collapse. Um, and another piece of news from Thursday that you probably actually did not hear about is that Cineworld, which is the owner of movie theater company Regal, will close all their theaters in the U.S. and U.K., which will affect over 550 theaters and 40,000 employees. Their theaters have been open since August, but they've actually been losing money since COVID-19, so they'll be shutting them down. On Friday, like I said about the debates, the commission announced that there will not be a debate on October 15th after President Trump refused to hold a virtual debate given the risks of COVID-19. Now the debate has been canceled. And finally, on Friday, the Nobel Peace Prize was awarded to the World Food Program for its efforts to control or sorry, to combat hunger and to prevent worldwide starvation from being used as a weapon of war. That is all the major news from this week. Keep listening and you'll hear me, Tamor, and Adam talk about a variety of topics from this week. Stay tuned. Yo, I'm here with Adam and Tamor now, and we're going to talk about a variety of topics today. There's not one particular issue. What we are going to go through is uh, Trump getting COVID-19, Derek Chauvin, who was uh, alleged to be the killer of George Floyd, uh, being released on bond, and uh, this week's vice presidential debate. So uh, you want to? we can start with... Trump getting COVID uh, just about a week ago, and then now he is uh, safe and sound. So what are your initial, do you have any initial thoughts? Karma at its finest. (laughs) Karma (laughs) at its finest, dude. I mean, look at it. That can be, yeah. From jokingly calling it the China flu to making this, making this like almost appeal that this virus is not as bad as it seems to him getting it. Uh Uh-huh. I just think it is the yeah. like like his funny twist of irony that he mm-hmm. 
not necessarily got what was got what he deserved, but more like got what was mm-hmm. coming. I I don't know if there's a difference between that, but no, there is. That's so I yeah, say he point. got what was coming to him, not that he necessarily deserved it. That I can totally agree with that, Tay. You know, when it first happened, I thought like, oh my god, he cannot like if he doesn't like do well through this thing, it's gonna look terrible on his campaign. But the way he's flipping it is that he can beat COVID anywhere else can. And while that might confirm what the supporters believe, y'all gotta realize he's getting treatment that not even like the point zero zero one percent of America can get. So true. like yeah, it's, it's just yeah. I don't know how to really feel about that whole like thing about him getting the treatment because you know it's the president, of course he should be in the most prioritized treatment. But mm-hmm. like Yeah, his treatment plan was actually pretty interesting. He got this uh he got multiple different drugs. Some of them were confusing. I remember I don't know the specifics actually. I should know the specifics, but I know that one of them is meant for patients who are, uh, I think, one who have like a very low blood oxygen level, and that's why they were prompting all the questions about, hey, is his blood oxygen dropping? Uh, and they weren't very cautious on responding to that. And there was another one that a lot of people know about is the one by Regeneron. I don't know if any of you yeah. have heard of that, but okay, but that's the experimental antibody treatment where it's like uh, imitated antibodies, I think. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's just kind of very interesting that he's I think getting that's these the one, treatments that are currently on trial. Yeah, I think that's the one that like fewer than ten people have had. Like, yeah, and, and I totally understand the like the primary care like running rushing to the hospital, right? Like Boris Johnson did that too when he had COVID. Like that's just a precaution. But I do find it a little uh, interesting that he's getting experimental treatments so for sure. Like that is. Uh, definitely up for like a little bit of discussion because we don't really know, right? Like we maybe it is known to be effective and it's just not like publicly well known because I've seen that some of these drugs have been through very early trials, like to the point where like we don't really know. Um, yeah, and, and what do you think about people who say that uh that this is fake? That Trump getting Corona's fake. Yeah, there there are people I've heard people, and I'm not saying good or bad. I'm just saying it. Like people have said that. Like people have said, like this is just an election, another way to try and increase his chances. This I know it's seems... Oh no, you go, you go. I know it seems coincidental, especially because of how like perfectly timed it was. Like the debate happens, and then he gets sick, and then he beats it, but. You know, nothing really fazed me. It's just some, like a lot of stuff's happened. Why am I? Why should we even be phased by now? Okay, I don't that know. Would I don't be, think this. That would be the most genius political scheme ever. Like, think about it. <laughs> uh-huh. Imagine this man goes in the direction. <laughs> Biden gave me COVID. Biden gave me COVID. <laughs> like. <laughs> Not, not even. It's funny. I just thought about that. <laughs> I just wanted to say it. But like, oh like, God, like think of like, think of like the like the theoretical like, quote unquote inspiration that he can bring to it. That I, the president, the poster man of this great nation, 
just got one of the most intimidating and fear inducing disease that is facing our society right now. And I beat it. If I can beat it, we all can beat it. And with me as our leader, research and development and this reality of us beating this China virus will become a reality. Like, mm-hmm. it would be a very genius political scheme. I don't think it'll work, but it, it's 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 out there. Just imagine like hearing Trump, right? Mm-hmm. The same Biden got COVID even through his giant mask. Masks don't work, and just like, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the way. Here's the way I think about it. Right? Is that like uh, it, it's funny for a lot of people who are not very good fans of Trump to be like, yeah, this is totally an election. This is something that like that doesn't make any sense. Why would he get it? Something like that. But you have to flip the situation, right? So I, if you remember, I don't know if you saw, but a few days or a few weeks before the debate, there was a lot of talk on like cons- conservative sites and like right wing conspiracy groups that Biden was gonna magically get COVID so he wouldn't have to participate in the debate. And I'm flipping it by saying like, if Biden got COVID nineteen and not Trump. I know that right-wing people would be making up conspiracies of, oh, there's no way he got it. It's definitely to get out of the debates because Biden is uh, Sleepy Joe and he doesn't, he can't talk, he has dementia and all that. So I would, I try not to participate in like, I think it's like, a, it's an equivalent spread of misinformation to say that like Trump only got it because he's trying to save his election chances. Like, so, sure, like some of the things might line up but you could say the same thing for Biden, right? Like a debate doesn't help him that much. So maybe he would like, oh, fakely get COVID-19. I, I just don't think that like any of that's true because it like undermines the reality like of them actually getting it. Um, but uh, what about uh, like his, what do you think about the actual impact now that it's almost over? It's been a week and uh, just, I think today he held a little event and then just a few, like 30 minutes ago, his physician said that he's no longer at risk for transmitted COVID-19. He does not need to self-isolate anymore. So it's pretty much, it was a week. What do you guys think? Definitely an interesting week. Definitely. He got the cheat codes. He got the cheat codes. I, it, it definitely <laughs> ran through my mind that this man could possibly die. Like Absolutely. Think, the oh, very high, day I saw it. High cholesterol. Like, wow. In no, the age range, just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very high, no, high I feel risk. Like people... Now, I don't think. Now, here's the thing, right? Given the fact that he did get really special treatment, I feel like if he was right. just any other normal person, right? Like if he was you or me, say, like, but at that age, he wouldn't. He would either. He'd be in serious conditions. Mm-hmm. But he he could have. Yeah, he could have yeah, be been. Like... He probably was for a period in time, yeah. like a small period in time that we didn't get to see it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because he did that, get sent yeah. to what was it, Walter Reed? Mm-hmm. He did get sent yeah, to Walter for Reed for about two, and three days. When I saw that, it like, it almost kind of like concerned me, just because of the idea that I'm pretty sure there's a hospital in the White House. There has to be, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they have like some a sort of staff, like a physician staff, team, but they don't have like a hospital. I would say hospital. that there is some sort of team that would help. Right. The fact yeah. that he's being transferred was a bit concerning. You know what I mean? I feel you. Uh, I remember driving home. I think it was after one of our 
one of our little like get togethers, like one of the like get togethers at your home. And then I was at a stoplight and the new notification like popped down and I saw it and I was in shock and I was like, Oh wow. Um, but I had to get home and then think reason reasonably about it. And then I remember they do this as a precaution. They did it for Boris Johnson, who they, he, Boris Johnson went into the ICU, um, and he came out fine. Uh, and it's not to say that like he couldn't have died, but, uh, it was definitely a concern. Uh, the other thing I want to say is, uh, what was I, what was I going to say? Walter Reed. Yeah. I had, oh Yeah. What do you think about the the White House team not being as clear about his condition? Like, I remember in the first few days, they weren't answering questions about, like, how he was doing, how his blood oxygen level was and stuff like that. I mean, granted, he is the president. But I mean, like, mm-hmm. to some extent, it it would be a, it's reasonable to say respect the man's privacy during that time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, I do think okay. it's also an effort on Trump to keep up the persona of, you know, the strong exactly leader, strong president of law and order. <laughs> strong leader. leader. Exactly. He order. Was a, he's a leader strong leader. Trump. He's a strong... <laughs> Four more years, but baby. Here's what, he... <laughs> here's what I'll say. I know... I think Adam should clarify that. I'm not joking. joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> if I was 18, I would slap. I would proudly circle in the bubble of John- Donald J. Trump. Okay. okay. As much as I have the disdain for Trump, we need someone for the next couple, for the next month, next few months. And I, I don't think, I, I would not be. I definitely, I would not, would be, not be happy to see him go. Yeah, he he on the Trump train. Oh, yeah, he's on the Trump train. Let's no, go. No, no, he's on the Trump train. Where's my flag? I'm going to put the flag up again. <laughs> Wave it loud and proud. No, I, I completely agree with uh, Taymor. Because, I mean, what good would that do, right? Like, oh, sure. I'm sure, like, oh, he's finally gone. Like, people would be like, oh, the, the witch is dead. Or, like, I'm sure, like, people really hated him and say that. But... The problem is that would only further anger people who supported him because they would say that he was a martyr for the things that they believed in and that what he fought for. And they would only be more emblazoned to support him versus he loses the 2020 election and he goes out people knowing that he lost. Well, actually, actually, that would happen in an ideal world. But this year, the whole election is being uh, completely delegitimized, which I find very interesting. I don't know. What do you guys want to just – yeah, what do you guys our, think about our, that? Our society is far from the idea of ideal. That's a fucking oh. dream right now. <laughs> you know, we have people mm-hmm. – But I mean, like, can you believe how, like, crazy that is? Like, the, I, like the, he's doing – I mean, this is just a very – from his perspective, a very smart thing to do. It's so successful. A lot of his supporters. I met. I know people who say mail-in voting is, it is. like bad, and that it's going. To be- <laughs> oh Adam, stop joking! <laughs> Please say it. Okay, Adam is joking. Um, but um, no, and these people like it's so dangerous because this is not something where it's like, uh, oh, climate change it's isn't not. real or something along like. Like immigration is bad or something. Like that. <laughs> oh, no, stop, stop. No. But those are those are policies that while people might find offensive, they're still policies at the end of the day. This is 
a matter of democracy. It literally is. It's, it's an election. It's something where you cannot be undermining the results because then you end up in a situation where elections are bad and then like you uh, might end up with an abuse of power. And it's, this is, like, in my opinion, one of the worst things I've seen out of this administration. It's something that I think everyone should say is bad because there's, there's like pretty much no evidence to show that mail-in voting is bad. They're just a bunch of these weird anecdotal examples of like six ballots in a lake or something like that. Uh, and it's a very bad thing because I'm genuinely worried that on November 3rd, Trump, or a week later, Trump will say, uh, this is not legitimate. And even if he can't do anything about it, imagine the impact that has, yeah. right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but did you want to move on to the next topic, the the Derek Chauvin? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this week, that. The Bond. Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay, okay. So for those of you, I think you guys heard. Uh, I mentioned it earlier this uh, when I was going through the week. Uh, Derek Chauvin, who is, uh, I have to say, alleged because it's still a court case, the alleged killer of George Floyd, um, was released on a one million dollar non cash bond this week. Uh, from prison, and he will return to court in March of next year. I mean, that's not unusual, but it's just kind of to think about it. I mean, you think about it, and, like, that's March of next year? I mean, I want to hear your guys' thoughts. (laughs) What the fuck is this world, bro? What? Like, bro. Bro. What? Why are we... What? What's up? I don't get why. Oh, no, 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 no. no, here's, here's my comparison. Here's my comparison. I need words. Bobby Shmurda. Sure. <laughs> Bobby Shmurda oh, was no. in jail for conspiracy to murder. And Wait, clarify who Bobby, Bobby Shmurda is for those of them who don't Legend. Was a legend. Who, <laughs> who, was, who, was, um, who was arrested on charges of conspiracy to murder and weapons possession. Right? This man killed someone. This man actually killed someone, Derek Chauvin. There was no conspiracy to murder. Of course, right now, because it's a court case, it is an alleged murder. But video evidence shows this man in cold blood suffocating this an innocent – or not – yeah, an innocent man. Innocent, bro. He yes. didn't do shit. He didn't do uh, – Not on the charge. Yes, he did not die. deserve Absolutely to die not. whatsoever, yeah. right? <laughs> And he got out in what, like, how long has it been? Uh, what has months? it been? A few months? Bobby Schmurter has been in jail since 2014. Yeah. Bo, uh, Bishnu, a special request mm-hmm. for the outro of this episode. Can you just play you Bobby, bitch? I can try and figure it out. Free Bobby. I have to make free sure. Bobby. No, if anything, we'll just end it with free Bobby. <laughs> but anyway. Free Bobby. Okay. Adam, what were you saying? I just think that... saying something good. We, it's like a double standard. It, it is a double standard. We can talk about mm-hmm. race, of course. Bobby Shmurda was a black man, mm-hmm. and Derek Chauvin was a white man. We could talk about the double standard in, I guess, influence and authority in society, whereas Derek Chauvin was an ex... I guess, yeah, now he's an ex-cop, and Bobby Shmurda was a rapper. But at the end of the day, it's mm-hmm. just... This man should still be in jail. And mm-hmm. I actually just looked it up, and Shmurda was held on two yeah. million dollars, which is twice, which the is amount. twice. Yeah, 
And he tried applying for six times yeah. and all of them. So let's let's, so let's compare and contrast real quick. Derek Chauvin, mm-hmm. who I guess, yeah, would be one of the most hated men in America right now. Yeah. Right? Like, you see his face. Yeah. You, most you people, know is, you'll know who it is. And most people will have this strong negative reaction towards him. One million dollars mm-hmm. fail. Right, public enemy fucking number yeah. one, one million dollars bail. Bobby Schmurda. So, double bro, that was... shit. Double that shit. Now, he, he was him. just denied parole again. He's staying until 2021. Exactly. That too. And now, yeah. I want you to think about this real quick. Yeah. You got, when you think about like who would pose more of a threat to society, let's compare and contrast that, right? You got Bobby Schmurda. A rapper, right, who made it out of a tough neighborhood and was reaping his benefits, right? He was the shit back in 2014. Still is the shit somehow without even dropping any music of his own since then. Yeah. And now we bring in Derek Chauvin, one who has proven multiple times to have some aggressive uh, incidents, right? But it was also a cop. And qualified immunity protects him enough, right? He can get away with a lot more. Somehow, Derek Chauvin's much more of a mess in society than Bobby Shmurda is. And I, and this whole thing yeah. about him being released on bond is exemplary of this buddy-buddy bullshit that needs to be tackled, but no one's tackling it. Because no one's willing to tackle it. Because it keeps power in order. I know it's a really bold, kind of a bulk in say keeps power in order, but note how neither of the parties, right, and their proposals to help solve this whole case have brought up qualified immunity or police unions. But in the states that have gone attacked, you know, the, the, have gone for accountability like that, that have gone for qualified immunity, that have made it, you know, illegal to take off body cam or tamper with body cam footage or turn off body cams are thriving now look at colorado they did that shit they're off better off everyone else is you know trying to fit into this thing trying to signal trying to do what people want that's not working whatsoever because as much as like Mm -hmm. i guess i'm kind of circling now kind of going on tangents to defunding the police as much as defunding the police and i as an idea probably would work right as what how they like the actual thing is it's going to take time for it Mm -hmm. to work we need something immediate, right? Yeah. We need some sort of – we need something – we need lightning to strike twice is what I'm trying to say, right? We need something that makes them fear again, right? They're supposed to respect the law, right? But they also have to fear it. Yeah, fear being a bad cop. Right, exactly. Yeah, no, I couldn't – I agree completely and – uh I mean, the point in this situation is that, like, no matter where you stand on this issue, no matter whether you think that Chauvin should be killed, right, that he's a cold-blooded murderer and that the protests were all good, whether you think that it's a mixed issue and there's good on bad on both sides, or whether you think that George Floyd deserved to die, I think that everyone should come to the basic agreement 
that in a high-profile case, there should not be bond. There should not be bonds that in one million, not two million, not three million, not four million, because these are the types of people who gain every. The judge knew there is nationwide attention surrounding this case. No doubt, if he didn't have the money, he could have raised it with a GoFundMe, with some kind of crap that. Actually, there are people out there who raise money for these people. I think that happened in another case. I can't put a name to it. But this is absurd. They know this has happened again and again and again. Not just with police cases, but with any high-profile case where people who support the particular defendant will just raise the bond money for them and let them be free. and I just think it's absurd. I don't think that there's really an argument for why this guy needs to be free for the couple of months. Uh, I, I really don't see why. Um, but I mean, I mean, that's pretty much it for as far as Shaman goes. And you want to? Do you want to move on to the debate? Sure. Okay. Uh, I know you guys didn't watch the vice presidential debate, but. Uh, one thing that did happen this week was that they were going to do a virtual debate uh, for the actually in five days they're planning on doing one. And I, I just want to start by getting your what do you think about a virtual debate? Hey, give me Trump the Zoom code. Biden? Give me the Zoom code. Let me get Whoa. on. <laughs> Zoom bomb the president. <laughs> debate. No, no, but for real, for real, a virtual, well, a virtual okay, debate. So Thoughts? I think to talk about this is to talk about like why Trump backed out of it. You got to think about his rhetoric from the first debate and, how, like, you know, the 2016 debates. He relies on those punchlines. He relies on his delivery. When the Zoom debate, where things can be a lot more mediated, right, unless this man's sitting on his laptop or <laughs> sitting on whatever thing he's, like, his laptop in the Oval Office with his hand right on the space bar, just kind of screaming into it, clip while his voice just starts clipping, just like <laughs> this. Right? He gets sent to the waiting room. He gets sent to the waiting room after talking too much. <laughs> he gets reported and like blocked from. The he's got like a weird like White House back um, like a, like he just has some weird background like an American flag for the Zoom background. But like as a, but yeah. like wait, it's gonna Adam? the same thing applies to Joe Biden too because from what I know, Joe Biden is a very mm-hmm. like people talk. You know, he talks to the people, right? It's going to be weird. It's going to be a whole different dynamic on how they're going to structure their rhetoric and how they're going to structure the way that they talk now on both ends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, right. Oh, so, um, yeah. Keep I going. mean, as much as I honestly fucking cancel the debate, I don't want to see. <laughs> That's actually what happened. So this week, uh, well, no, politically no, no, good, active Adam so Zarrani week... doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of funny. So what happened is actually it was crazy interesting. I mentioned it in AP Lang, and it was actually really funny because no one no one knew what was happening. So uh, there was oh, I think it was what Thursday yeah Thursday morning the commission on the debate said that there would be a virtual debate. Literally, I kid you not, 15 to 20 minutes later, Trump went on a public statement and said he will not do a virtual debate. And you know what the crazy thing about that is, is that normally those kinds of responses will take 45 minutes, they'll take an hour, they'll take an hour and a half, because a president would meet with his team and discuss with his advisors, right? But 
this was an immediate call with within an incredibly short amount of time. Um, and it was a little bit shocking to see, but then I think it was on Friday then that the debate was eventually canceled. They said that, that the disagreements are too much and they're not going to hold a 15, uh, October 15th debate. So I think there's just one more remaining. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's what happened. Uh, as far as the virtual debate goes, I mean, this is actually something, uh, one of the rare things where I actually understand where Trump is coming from. Because as an avid debater, I love debates. I really, I love seeing and participating. It's an art, yeah. And it's something that I really, I really, really, really do not think can be properly replicated online. Because you have to consider not just all the funny technical issues that I'm sure would happen or the camera quality would be bad or anything like that. But you have to consider that uh, there's a whole host of things that can happen. So you could you prevent the idea that they're speaking directly from their mind to the people, right? They could have notes. They could have a, a earpiece. They could have a, a teleprompter or something like that because they're in their own environment, right? Um, you miss out on the idea. And that applies to both of them, right? Not just to Biden, right? Trump says that Biden will do that. That could easily happen with Trump too. Uh, the, another thing is that you miss out on them having heated moments. Heated moments while they're... They are mostly spec, like spectator moments. They're actually important for seeing how candidates can respond in times of uh, great distress. And you're not going to get – I feel like you wouldn't get that with the Zoom call or, or whatever virtual software they would use. And I just feel like the whole debate would suffer greatly. And given what happened at the first debate, yeah. I really think it would be a shit show. I really think it would be just interrupting over and over and over and no one would enjoy it. And I – you know, this is one of the things where I actually do agree with Trump. I, I think it would not be yeah. worth the American people's time to hold one. And I don't really see why with two people, three people, including the moderator, you could not do it safely. You can do it safely 100%. Just three people. You could easily distance like they did in the vice presidential debate, maybe a little more. Uh, you could have the plexiglass barrier. Um and you wouldn't even need to have an audience. That's not that big of a deal. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I am not really a big fan of the idea of a virtual debate. And I actually understand why Trump might not want to do one. What I don't agree with, though, is the idea of not having one at all. Mm-hmm. I think that's horrible. I think that we should try and get live perceptions of them, no matter how bad it is, uh, as much as we can. And I really don't like the idea of a virtual debate. But the idea that the commission just ended it instead of trying to fix it is uh, kind of stupid. I don't know. Do you guys agree, agree or do you guys yeah, disagree? As much as, as painful as it was to watch that debate as a citizen, I do think it is important. Yeah, that, and, there's a re- yeah, I don't... Yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a reason we sit down on the couch even though we can't vote and, and listen to what both mm-hmm. people have to say. Regardless of how shitty it is, whatever they're saying, there's a reason we watch it, and that reason is to l- listen and see how these, like you said, see how these people respond to to random shit being thrown at them, you know? Mm-hmm. How they respond mm-hmm. live, yeah. you know? Yeah. Not through not through a right. video I with seven, agree. eight, nine different takes to get perfect, but just through raw, like, authenticity. Face-to-face. Yeah. And it's, it's like a, it's a part of American society. It's been going on for a while. Even when there wasn't video, 
I think what was it? Uh, Ray or no? Nixon had the first uh, like actual video debate, and before that it was like radio and stuff like that. I I think it was really important. Uh, the one last thing I wanted to ask was about the, going back to the Trump COVID thing. Uh, how do you think this will play into the election? Because the whole week he was uh, he was doing something interesting. He was portraying strength from the very beginning. He was like literally he was taking videos in his hospital of him like. It was it was him like pretending to work, right? Like people found out it was not actually him working. It was just I mean, him like okay, writing I feel a like short piece of paper. Like, I'll admit, but, uh, right? I feel like I was reading into it a little bit more, mm-hmm. a, a little too much. But still, like I get what he's trying to show that he's strong, and like I said, mm-hmm. that's what he needs, right? Mm-hmm. Mainly, all the attacks on or the main a lot of the main criticisms of Biden is that he's weak, that he's not strong enough to take up office right now. So in order to contrast that, point. he needs to show he's strong, because he like I don't think Trump's a complete idiot, ignorant yes, but he's not a complete idiot. He knows that like he's a pure genius. Shut the hell okay, up! Yeah. But like he know, he understands right. <laughs> There's like oh I can oh Joe Biden's old and sleepy, even though I'm four years younger than him. <laughs> he un- he's still in our he, fucking seventies, <laughs> and they both freaking old hags. <laughs> No, no. Hag, hag. Hag for president. Hag for president. <laughs> no, no, I, I completely agree. Trump is a businessman. Trump's a, oh, no. Trump is a marketer. And the man, if, if I can credit him on one thing, I remember, I don't know if you guys remember, but in the debate between Hillary Clinton and Trump, there was a question that asked, I what's one thing you can compliment about each other? today, I swear to God. Uh, I watched it a few days ago. That's crazy, yeah. Because Hillary had, I remember, it, I can say it now. Because Hillary's not even running. Hillary had the yeah. worst response ever. I, it was like, I respect, uh, their I respect kids. your family members, not. But is mm-hmm. And Trump had a you know a genuine response. You know, if I was in that situation, I had to say something nice about Trump. The one thing I for being the greatest president of all time. He oh is a, <laughs> okay. <laughs> he is a true and tried businessman, and at times. He is so smart about uh, marketing to people. Like the man is a genius at timing some of his decisions or his shows or his platforms. He is definitely to his supporters. Oh, yeah. He's a charismatic man. Uh, not definitely, probably, definitely not to the his critics and the, you know Democrats, but to his supporters, people find him funny. People find him as a genuine person and not a politician. And uh, I have a little bit of respect for that. Um, what were you saying, Adam? I wasn't saying anything, but. Oh, I thought you were no. saying about the clip. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I hope uh, this was actually pretty yeah, fun. I didn't very casual. Yeah, I didn't. What do you guys, uh, guys want to do next week? Uh, earlier, you did say something about um, okay. like the consideration given uh, Chauvin, like the death penalty, as like a hypothetical. Can we talk about the death penalty? But I'm down. Yeah. Oh, you know, shoot, I'm down. I'm down. I think yeah, that's a very fun. good one. Actually, yeah, that's down. a that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, <laughs> why is Ethan not? He's retired. Dude, we lost I think, him. I think I think lost... Ethan oh. might be down to talk about the death penalty. Yeah. Because, well, dude, he said he, he, he finds it boring. Yeah, he said he doesn't want to. He said he was done. Do you wait? Adam is Adam is the only one yeah. I think who can convince but, him. I don't know. I think Adam's the only one. I'll try. Yeah, Adam, do you think you could? Nothing's definite because we both we all okay. know Ethan, and we all know how much he loves to text. No. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> all I want, 
all I want with that man is fucking scream at him. That is that is it. Not okay. Maybe some screaming, but all I want is that I just that's all I need. If I can just get that, I will never bug him about it again. And that is Ethan. If you're listening. Uh, get on the fucking show. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. not. Um, We have to find someone fun for that. Someone ultra conservative. We have to get. We'll get someone. We'll find someone. Uh, and it'll be it'll be a good debate. I I didn't mean ultra conservative. Oh, what's wrong with being a Republican? In like a dissenting way. Okay. Nothing. I didn't say anything. Uh, okay. Uh, this was a great episode. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Thank you, and join us next week. Free Bobby. Uh, Bobby Schmerder. Bobby Schmerder. Free Bobby. Free Bobby. Free Bobby. Free Bobby. Free Bobby. Free Bobby. Have a good night.